This is Brad Starks from the Roto Lounge. I just want to remind you, if you want that insider information, the strategy on how to be one step ahead of your competition, find us at patreon.com slash rotolounge. Welcome into the lounge for another prospect breakdown. You know, before I get started, I got to get into my whiskey tonight. And and we had a Zoom chat with the Patreons the other night. And I opened this Larceny A121. And this thing is a thing of absolute beauty. So that's what I'm going to sip on tonight while we talk about wide receiver prospect Elijah Moore. Let's pour us a a little whiskey here and see what we got. Now, I love this nose. This nose just comes off as creamy, creamy and cinnamon, and I get a little like nutmeg, spices. It's just a very, very pleasant nose. Let's go on for the taste. Now, this is a weeded mash bill, so it's a little creamy to me. My my palate picks up cream. It's like a custardy, uh, but it does have a little spice to it. Not a really long finish, really slight burn. It only comes in at 114.8 proof. And I love the A120 last year, Larceny. And that was at 123 proof. But this one I love even more. This one drops down to 114. I think this is a better version. So I'm surprised because I really love last year. But last year packed a lot of spice, a lot of heat compared to this one. This one is just a lot more creamier. You get a slight, very slight caramel vanilla. You get oak. You definitely get oak. I love this. I absolutely love this bourbon. Uh, Larceny is also made from the same distiller as Elijah Craig. So if you put the Larceny barrel proof against Elijah Craig barrel proof, it typically will lose for most people. This uh, this bottle costs 50 and Elijah Craig barrel proofs cost about 70 There's About a $20 difference at retail. But if you ever see the Larceny barrel proof with the black label, get it. I didn't get the B520 or the C920. I heard those were really good as the season went on. They got better. But this A121 is... Absolutely delicious. Enough about drinking bourbon. Let's get into wide receiver prospect Elijah Moore. He was born on April 27, 2000. He's five foot nine, 185 pounds. To begin his freshman season, he's looking at 18 years, three months of age. He was a four-star recruit, number 38th wide receiver in his class, out of St. Thomas Aquinas, the powerhouse down in Florida. When I played ball down in Florida, St. Thomas Aquinas was the powerhouse uh, and they still are now when he graduated he had offers from alabama florida ohio state lsu tons of big schools he actually committed to georgia he then eventually decommitted from georgia and signed on to play at ole miss for coach hugh freeze then coach freeze was fired Uh, he continued to go to ole miss and coach matt luke became the head coach there and you know he coached the rebels for three seasons and then he was fired as well and we'll talk about the coach that came in to coach elijah moore his last year at ole miss and really opened up the playbook and really allowed more to to excel in that offense and we'll get into that we're going to talk about the data first we want to talk about the dominator rating the breakout age that is all production the receiving production the receptions the yards 
I don't use touchdowns as a data point because it's just not sticky from year to year that can change. So we want to look at how many receptions he had in the offense, how many yards he had in the offense, what was his market share, how important was he in that offense as far as moving the chains, and we'll see what kind of receiver he was. As a freshman at 18.3 years of age, he had 36 receptions, 398 yards, in 11 games as a freshman. As a team, they completed 260 passes for 3,821 yards. So that put him at a 14% market share of the receptions, and it put him at a 10% market share of the yards. That's not what we're looking for. We we do like to see our freshmen break out, but it doesn't always happen. And it, that doesn't mean you're not going to be successful, but it's always a plus to see that. Went into his sophomore season, 19.3 years of age, had 67 receptions, 850 yards in 12 games. As a team, Ole Miss completed 186 receptions for 2,328 yards. That put... Elijah Moore at a market share receptions of 36% and yards at 36%. That is excellent as a sophomore, 19.3 sophomore, to have that type of market share of the offense, 36% of the market share. That is incredible. That's what we want to see. That generates a breakout age of 19.3 years of age. All he has to do is eclipse 20%. He went way over that at 36%. So we love to see that. Now, Luke got fired. Luke got fired this season. Ole Miss brings in Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, the one that he was an NFL coach at one point, went back to college, coached at Alabama. He's been everywhere. He understands how to use talented wide receivers. So Elijah Moore comes in his junior season at 20.3 years of age. Lane Kiffin is the coach. Elijah Moore had 86 receptions for 1,193 yards in eight games. As a team, Ole Miss completed 190 passes for 2,805 yards. That gave Elijah Moore a 45% market share of the receptions and a 42.5% market share of the yards. Give me more, Elijah Moore. What is that song? What is that song by um, Billy Idol? Right, Billy Idol, Rebel Yell. She said more, more, more. That's what I want. Elijah Moore, 46% of the offense. Just give me more, more, Elijah Moore. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is incredible. Lane Kiffin really opened up the offense for Elijah Moore. He really did a terrific job in that offense. The model loves him. And you're looking at that junior season. How can you not love a player that has almost half of the team's offensive production in the receiving game? We love that. So we're looking at combining all of his yards and all of his completions through three seasons. What we look for right? We talked about this before. What we look for as a career, we want 26% or higher of the market share, right? That indicates that a wide receiver has the potential to be a team's number one wide receiver or a high-end caliber contributor. 20 to 25% indicates a mid-level talent with situational upside and less than 20% is a red flag for me. So we take his three years, we add up his reception market share, we add up his uh, yards market share, then we divide that and his career market share at Ole Miss was 30% point five percent give me more 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 that is amazing that's what we want to see someone that has the ability to take over an offense when the defense knows they're getting the ball and they still perform if you're getting 30 percent of your team's market share defensive coordinators are definitely planning to stop you and you still produce that shows 
a level of talent that we want to have in our fantasy leagues. Let's talk about the breakout age. Now, we, that is what season do you get at least 20% of the team's offense? And then at what age were you at the beginning of that season? So Elijah Moore hit that at his sophomore season. He was 19.3 years of age. That's the year that he had 36% of the receptions, 36% of the yards. So that gives him a 19.3 breakout. That is very good. Terrific. But again, some people want to say the lower the better. That's not always the case. I mean, obviously, we want to have a low breakout age because that just shows that you can perform at a young age. But every situation is different. Every scenario is different. Some teams have multiple good wide receivers. Some teams don't. You know, so you can't compare Elijah Moore to Rashad Bateman or to Devonta Smith or to Jamar Chase or, or whoever because every scenario is different. And you want to look at each scenario individually and just come up with a conclusion based on that. All right, let's talk about the film. Let's talk about the film. So watching this film, Elijah Moore is fast as all get out. He's quick. I think he's a sure-handed receiver. He doesn't seem to have very many drops. He's used mainly as a slot receiver, and I think because of his size, that's going to be his NFL position. I, I think he has the potential to be outside. You know, we'll talk about some of his weaknesses as far as press coverage, and, and I don't know if that's going to translate. But watching Elijah Moore, he has, like, you hear uh, people talk about changing to the, the next gear or the second gear. When you watch him, he seems to have several gears. He can accelerate and decelerate very smoothly from gear one to gear two and then bring it back down to gear one or gear one, gear two, and then bam, takes off to gear three. And I think he's very deceptive using those gears. He can put a defensive back like in a really good comfort zone and let's say, you know, gear two. And then, bam, he's hitting gear three and just separates from the defensive back, and, and the defensive back is not ready for that. He uses that, you know, that talent he has of changing gears with, you know, deceptive type of upper body fakes, head fakes. I mean, I saw that a lot in Devonta Smith. He, he's, he's really good at doing that, and he has impressive footwork, body movement, and, and combining that with his gears, he really is able to create separation from defensive backs. And he's one of those players that you really want to just try to get the ball to and let him make plays with his ability. He can easily break ankles. He just has that ability, very quick, elusive type player, very fast. Now, when we look at his weaknesses, he is on the rather small size. He is five foot nine, 185 pounds. That could be something that concerns us at, at the NFL level. I think it's going to affect his ability to be a consistent blocker at the next level. I think he needs to add some body strength to be able to sustain blocks at the NFL level. I think he has really good hands, but because of his size, catch radius is probably going to be limited. He's probably not going to have a lot of contested catches. He's a player that's going to have to get the ball in the open field to be successful. And again, that's something that we want to look at. I, that could hinder him from being the, a true alpha wide receiver one. I don't know if he's there. Uh, a wide receiver two role player, someone that can score as fantasy football points, could be in his wheelhouse. You know, the one thing I talk about his size and, and, and playing on the outside, he didn't face a lot of press coverage. So I don't know if he can get off blocks. But I think that if they put him in the slot and he's not going to see that much press coverage, that that's really how he's going to be successful at the next level. So I think that in conclusion, his data looks great. His film looks very good as well. He does have some question marks due to his size and what role he's going to play at the NFL level. But in conclusion, I think that he will translate if he hits the right offense. If he gets into the right offense and they understand how to use him, 
the model, my model, my data model compares him similar to KJ Hamler out of Penn State last season. It has them both right now uh, as potential wide receiver top 12 type player or top 24 players. I don't remember where it's at. Once I see what Elijah Moore does in his pro day, I'll have a final conclusion and a final ranking for him and, and we'll rank him accordingly. But he's one of those players that he's going to need to avoid injury. He's a small guy, fast, so you have those hamstring type injuries. We want to make sure that he avoids those and if he does i think he does have you know top 12 top 24 wide receiver potential he is definitely a player that i'll be targeting in rounds two and three of my rookie drafts i'm excited to see how fast he is when they have their pro day so once pro days are have concluded i'm going to do individual podcast breaking down each player now that i have their athletic measurables to go along with their production measurables and it's going to you know paint a picture of what that player might be at the nfl level so stay tuned for those once the pro day start in march i'll be putting out podcasts revisiting these players some players that we haven't talked about and kind of explain where they might be in the ranking system hopefully you enjoy this breakdown get yourself a nice glass of larceny a121 let me take a final sip check out my patron page all right till next time we'll see you at the roto lounge cheers Since for love And if it expires Free